This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies. Welcome to Bit Season Episode 11. I'm Drab T-Shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. And I'm Adam Epstein. Good to see you guys again, especially Adam, who's been MIA for yes. seven days now. World traveler AWOD. <laughs> What's going on? I mean, <laughs> you ended this bit season last week, and we don't hear from you for an entire week. Yeah, we had a lot of videos that need cutting up and promotion well, to do. I actually happened? decided it was best for the show if I keep my mouth quiet and then surprise <laughs> you guys. <laughs> surprise us with some social media posts? No, just surprise you guys with content. I'm a walking content today. I'm walking content. Walking. That'd be a first. Well, I, you know, you, you guys used me for the comedian. That's that true. Well. No, the junkies yeah, used you for the comedian. Eric Bickle. Yeah, but I mean, crutch. You could have told him as the executive producer of the show. No, we're not doing that. I didn't have time. Much like I didn't have time to stop them from giving out uh, comedy tickets on the air without going through permission. Promotions. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get in trouble for that. Probably. Uh, they're referring to comedian TK Kirkland, who was in studio today. Actually, I enjoyed him a lot. I, he had a fascinating story. I felt like the guys love comedians who aren't just funny, but also have a good story to them. I think EB thought he was making some stories up. Yeah, it was kind of disrespectful. He kept saying, I don't believe you. Well, he was also saying that during after the commercial break, too. <laughs> yeah, when he, when he wasn't around. You then. had to come in with photo proof to EB that he was telling uh, the real deal about NWA and yeah, stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, yeah, I found some photos of TK and, and uh, Easy e and, and the Dr. Dre and Too Short back in the day. Um, but he did get kind of a busted in a lie, TK did, when he said he ran his mile in under four minutes. I'm like, <laughs> what? 
Hey, TK's kind of like a successful AWOD. A little bit of a, a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but AWOD, yeah, he did get brought yeah. into that segment uh, yeah. today. I'm enjoying the the new comedian shakeup we have. Uh, the last two comedians we have had uh, from uh, the DC Comedy It's refreshing, lot. especially because of... You know, we haven't been able to do this with COVID, right? And um, you, we weren't allowed to have like guests in the in the studio, but now we can kind of bring in like uh, show character, show guests, and I like it a lot. I'm I'm always it's refreshing. Yeah, I'm always uh, looking for something new for the guys if they haven't discovered them before. But it's kind of dicey sometimes because they don't know a lot about them, and then they're bemoaning a little bit. They didn't today, but they're like, "Oh, what do we talk to this guy yeah. about?" Yeah, that that. Before the comedian gets in studio, you got to hear the guys go, I don't know what to ask him. <laughs> Just ask him about current events, something that's going on in the world. Right. That, that usually sticks. So I was out two weeks ago when Michael Yo was in studio, and I watched it on TV from home, and I thought he was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, it's that time. We'll have more comedians in, even though it's football season. Always time for on a Thursday or Friday for it's a comedi- comedian. It's comedian season. And don't let drab fool you. Drab loves comedian season and the comedy loft and all of these places because Drab secretly wants to be a talent scout. <laughs> Drab okay. wants to, Drab <laughs> wants to be uh, sitting next to Lorne Michaels making mm-hmm. judgment calls on the next SNL cast members. Oh, so you think <laughs> when he books comedians, he's trying to find this, uh, a guy yeah. that hasn't exploded yeah, yet. Yeah, this is what Drab wants to do. He wants to find the, right. the next Dave Chappelle. That's running there around is, DC. There is truth to that because what does uh, what I'm trying to do, and maybe not TK, because uh, first and foremost, you want good content on the air. You want some guy. That of can, course. The last thing the junkies want is a comedian who's going to come in here and do their set, like do the material. I should say three out of the four of them because JP, it's the most cringeworthy <laughs> thing ever. Where he'll Where he goes, hey, he, what do you think about uh, X? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And JP will, because JP will like watch the material beforehand and then like try to set him up for the yeah. punchline. And it's the worst. Or, hey, Frank, do your John Madden. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves that uh, Frank Caliendo bits. Um, the alien dude. But I think the other guys, and JP to an extent, just like it when they come in here and, and um, shoot the S. Shoot the S. And so you got to find someone. You got to do some research. But I do like. Having my my uh, fingerprints all over a young comedian or an up and comer, but here's why. By the way, TK uh, Kirkland is sixty one. Okay, okay. Pretty, pretty up and coming and young. All right. Well, uh, I, I thought he was a little younger than that. No, I knew he had been around for a long time. But for some of the guys, Adam, I'm looking for the next comedian who's going to blow up like three years from now. So when they do blow up, like Burt Kreischer like did, like Pete Davidson. Well, Pete Davidson hasn't come on the show, but Burt Kreischer is one of the top comedians in the world right now. Mm-hmm. His podcast is a top 10 podcast, most downloads. And he always references when he came on the junkies 15 years right. ago. Same with Ari Shafir. Right. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get the relationship solidified before they become uber famous. So when they're the next Sebastian Maniscalco, they come in studio when they come to D.C. That's and no point. one else can get them. Yeah. But but also Drab does this with other things, too. Drab uh, likes to scout out news babes. Well, who doesn't like to scout out news? <laughs> I'm babe? just saying, what, am like I alone he, in that? So Drab's like <laughs> uh, the one that who likes to say, "I discovered Nikki Burdine." No, no, I. Well, no, I discovered Dan Orlovsky. That was my claim to fame because I was the first one to book him. And next thing I know, he's all over ESPN. Center, yeah, he is all over Sports Center. It's right, almost every day. Just because he ran out of the back of the end <laughs> right. zone. 
It gets a drab gets his jollies off uh, uh, finding the next the next big dude, thing the, the next, next big big dude. Hey, right. you found a one. Well, <laughs> Unfortunately, you found, you, who discovered you, AJ Ataye or something? Yeah, I guess. But they but didn't. The use, that, you know, they didn't use you at all. No, they didn't. They didn't realize that I was a gem of you know fat jokes. Do you remember the first time you came on the junkies? Like, how did we actually? Because I remember when I we remember were told I that you were coming out the there, right? And I looked at the window and drab. Just looked at me and gave me a peace sign. There's no chance. Yeah. What are you, Tyreek Hill? Yeah, yeah. Let's probably go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Peace yeah. out. <laughs> but no, what? The junkies invited you in the, on the air to do what? Uh, Ask me how many women I've slept with. That was your first? That was my first segment, I think. Why is that the junkies go to? Because they can they can look at you and and tell if you're a dweeb or not. No, but that's that's their. Why is that their their first initial question? They always want to uh, know no. that with with new people. You know something that's bothers- the next the next f- the, or the first five questions is is like where do you live, and then by number five it's how many girls have you banged? <laughs> the junkies haven't slept with anyone except for their wives, and so they're lo- they love to try to poke into everyone else's sex life. There's there is some truth to that, and that's actually one of the notes I took down from last Friday, and I've been noticing it. Why is EB asking BDK every Friday if he's going to have sex with his wife this weekend? It's true because they had that anniversary uh, vacation to some ski lodge he always, or he, Vail, and then yeah. uh, Kevin's on a cruise now. And then he asked, "How many times are you going to get it in? Are you going to get any buns? How many times?" And it's like. Dude, you've known him for like 20 years, right? Yeah. He's been mm-hmm. married for like seven, maybe not that long, four or five years. And you're asking him like how many times he's going to have sex with his wife. Like Weird. It is kind of weird. Yeah. And just, Kevin's clearly uber uncomfortable as- answering the question now. <laughs> right. Because Kevin's on TV and he's he like. Yes. He needs to look professional. People don't even know that like after every segment Kevin's on the junkies, he texts Valdez and I and asks us to, to like remove stuff, delete stuff from the podcast because he's worried he's going to get fired or he offended. It's too a, racy. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a guy who holds lights in but L.A. I, and, and, <laughs> I have no, I <laughs> have noticed. Yeah. I have noticed that Eric has been extra horny lately. He has been extra horny, Eric, and I know you're listening <laughs> to this, and you're probably shaking your head right now. Yeah. But you have been extra horny, I think, because you always just, just the constant Viagra talk, too. Yeah. Right, and I know. Do you believe that Viagra story at all? That they just showed up at his house when he ordered other medicine. Like, There's that no is the way. Most, there, yeah, that's no way that that would do that. Unbelievable story. Ever. Wouldn't that make like an old person's heart explode? You can't just send that out anywhere. Of course not. You have to be like pre-approved by Described a doctor. By a doctor, of course. Now he's buying. I, like why he's buying vitamins from China? Do you, who knows? All right, I don't know. I can't figure that one out either. But they're not sending him blue pills. Yeah, you have to specifically like check a box on your. Uh, on your cart <laughs> before you check out. He asked his doctor, his preferred doctor that he pays $1,200 a year for to get appointment anytime. But he says he's just kind of flaunting them around the house. He hasn't used them, right? I don't believe that for a second. No, I don't believe that either. I think he's used them. I actually think. You think he's on like his third order? Possibly. It well, could be it could be one of those Amazon recurring orders that he's getting. I think getting. he's overcompensating because remember, he did the Metro Men's Health thing for like a year. And then he tried to, like, tell us, like, oh, no, 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 I don't have any problems. This is just for guys who do. I'm recommending it. I actually th- I actually envision. Well, don't I don't envision this because that would be kind of 
creepy that he likes to just pop them and see what happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for funsies <laughs> I, you might be right but he is definitely poking his head around into other poking guy, i see what you did there. other guys sex lives and try to figure out like what why we're on we're on to eric we can we can tell yeah. he's extra horny. It is, he is horny, these, and I hate that word. It's the <laughs> grossest word ever. He, he's sized these days. He's sized, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, it was a good week of shows this this week. Uh, plenty of non-sports, I, I think. It was some good, no fights or anything like that, except for there was almost a fight on yesterday's show on Wednesday when J.P. EB took a uh, dig at JP's book obsession. Yes. Now I know the 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 dig was ki- was kind of like a compliment wrapped in a dig. It was when JP brought up uh, booking Patrick Ewing on the show. Hey, so, do we even no. put in requests? I don't... <laughs> do we even put in requests for Patrick Ewing? No, probably not. That's my new big fish. That, Can we try and get him? Why don't you just focus on it like you did? Still okay. barking. Make it your. Why don't you mission. do it? Is that yeah. a dig? Like, no, it's kind of this mean spirited comment there. Okay, and and JP doesn't realize that I've asked the Hoyas Athletic Department many times about getting. Yeah, I actually, th- I actually thought you should have been more offended by that as a producer. I'm over being who, offended by who, like JP's stomping all over me. Whose <laughs> main priority is the guest booking. I would have been. Uh, I know, but he's unbearable offended. with it. He's unbearable with it. He like won't let it go. Oh, I, oh, trust me, I know. He just he gets in that uh, he gets in that obsession phase. He, 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 yeah, and that's where EB. So actually, Adam, I don't know if you even heard this. So JP, no, all, I heard the whole bit. It was very awkward. And my my question is, first off, off topic though, but if JP was booking the show for a couple days straight, I mean, who? I mean, it would be all coaches that people. Have no, never no. Heard if of, JP right? was booking the show for, uh, let's say, we gave him a month to book the show, mm-hmm. every guest would run for the hills. Because they would be, they would be inundated with text messages from JP. Yeah, he, he JP doesn't know how to like finesse something, finesse anything. He just hits you over the head with it. Yes, and yeah, there's JP, a game to JP play. jams his idea across, and then that wouldn't go over very well if you were trying to. No, look, guess. I don't, I I don't have any problem with him wanting Patrick Ewing on the show. No, I think I'm that, just gonna. I've tried a hundred times to get Patrick Ewing on the show. Right. Well, that's and the thing. And he think, doesn't believe you, though. I think, like deep down, he doesn't think you're trying hard enough. Maybe that. Maybe there's some truth to that. There's. <laughs> I mean, but also, because uh, um, why you should have been offended right. is that's a conversation that needs to happen off air. Oh, it's so tilting when it's, it's on air. Like, why does everything have to be on air? That's a total off-air like, conversation. Seriously, come over and talk to me and say you really want Patrick on the show to give it a shot again this year. Let's try. Let's try for an extra hard push this year. Did you, the, the other junkies were tired of hearing about it, so they said you do it. Yeah. Right? They basically said you. <laughs> they said, yeah, they basically you said you do. On it, like you are, was still barking. Yes. yes. And then that's still barking. That was a good thing. Oh, thank you. And then actually, that's... I had Brett text me that yesterday. I got, <laughs> yeah, that made my day. And he said, "Still, he goes." Still booking, LOL, can't stop laughing. <laughs> it was very funny. And EB, I, um, was EB taking a jab at JP about the book? Good question. Um, I think. Because JP uh, is definitely in obsessive mode right now. I about think, the book. yeah, I think you he was. We, we literally can't have another conversation to JP. It's always about the book. I don't, I don't think it was. I think it, it was interpreted 
as a uh, He's as very sensitive. I think he's sensitive about the book. He just, he, it's a tightrope because he doesn't want to throw it in your face and be promote, 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 but also he wants to promote. So it's a kind of a tightrope. JP doesn't yeah. want to promote. I think JP wants to promote, promote, promote. Well, no, because I think he, well, he, last Have week you he seen took his a, Twitter feed. I, Have you seen last, the junkies Twitter feed? Last week he took he took a week off of promotion. He didn't he didn't really well, do he it. He almost died at the marathon. I mean, <laughs> dude, did you see the website? He, I, this is so nubs, and I don't care. He's doing like three appearances at Potbelly to, to do. I mean, well, sign I think books. that I think that's fine because he's got a. He, I've never heard of a, a book signing at a Potbelly. Well, I know, but he's using his resources because he's friends with the the regional manager of of Potbelly. I I don't think that's that weird. I think he he that's a good play for him actually because he can he's saving money. Like if you come and buy the book from a from a book sign, that's why they do it. He's not shipping anything out, right? So, right, but why wouldn't you go to like a Barnes and Noble? You know, like a, because they probably don't want to have him. They don't want him. You yeah. think Potbelly wants JP? The, the, he has the, a relationship the with the CEO it. or whatever, whatever the regional manager. Wants yeah, if JP I was going in there to get a meatball sub and some guys throwing, still barking they got in my guys face, on I'll guitars there. Yeah, they, they got these. They got people things. busking in yeah. hot belly. <laughs> yeah, they do these kind of things. That's kind of their vibe. All right. That is, um, yeah. But I will say this. And maybe by the way, you is, didn't give your opinion. Do you think it what? was a dig? Uh, on the I give my opinion on the air. I said it wasn't a dig, but then I kind of thought about it. and I was like, hey, maybe it was doing a little bit of a dig at him. <laughs> The tone, but it the wasn't. Tone it was, was, it was a, such a minor dig, but and JP yeah. like took it way too seriously because right. that's what I'm saying. Like you can't. I have a hard time. By the way, if, if talking JP, about the book because JP's very sensitive about it. Like he, I don't think he. There was the fight with the chasing Rocky thing ten years ago, where it's his project. He's put so much time and effort into it that you. I don't. We can't do any joning at all because he's going to be so offended by it. But saying that, I'm going to say uh, Joan a little bit about his book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, well, All right. By the way, JP should have been more offended by the the podcast that uh, Adam and I did. The entire podcast, joning on the book. I don't and, think he heard it. I know. Right. If he did, uh, I would have been in trouble. I would have right. gotten a tongue lash. So he's worked very hard on this book, right? And he is he is sensitive about it. I kind of agree with the listeners. There's been some blowback about the shipping date. And that he made a big deal about LeVar Ball and how he placed an order and how he had to wait forever for this shirt. That's right. And JP's big project, I don't think he clarified on air that this was a pre-order only and the books would be coming weeks down the line. It made it sound like when he said, that order now, now, the books will be shipped in a couple days. And I'm getting all these messages on the Facebook page, on the Junkies page, of people saying, where's my book? Uh, I ordered a while ago, Ooh. you know, and then I'm t- I'm like, hey, I'm like JP, you got to start answering these quite these things on in the chat here because I don't know what to do. I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. <laughs> I don't know why people aren't getting their books. I don't know anything about it. You know, supply chain issues. <laughs> I, that, that, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Didn't that come out of nowhere? Supply chain? Just, yeah. just say that. No, no. Say- the issue was. That it's not a supply chain issue. The issue is he needs he to know how many to the, order. He didn't I know. order the books until he had like yes. whatever many thousands. Did, yes, because you didn't want to over order. Right. Yeah, because but he didn't tell he sh- people that when when he did the big announcement. I, yes, that's true. Right. So I'm going to critique JP in that and say that he's kind of botching the shipping thing. There's an expectation in 2021 if you order something unless Correct. unless you specifically say 
ship date December 1st, that it's going to be shipped out in the next couple of days. That's true. Or he should have sent them maybe a postcard that says the book's coming hey, soon or something. That might have been the smartest thing AWOD's ever said. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> to have, have these leaflets printed out mm -hmm. and then thanking them for their order mm -hmm. and then saying you will get your uh, – this was for the, for your pre-order. Your book yeah. will be delivered by December 5th. Right. I mean, it almost feels like someone hacked his Twitter and people are buying something that doesn't exist. You're talk, doing an EB bit. <laughs> I knew what you were doing. Drab was I'm, confused. I, I was. I, it's definitely coming. Um, I've, we've I all speak seen the chapters. By the way, I actually have another problem with oh. JP's book. Okay. I don't like that now he's given my content out for free, my story out for free. Have you noticed this? What do you mean? He's tweeting people, Drab is the new black chapter. Oh, that's that's the free content. That's the free content. Wait, you're like, the no, you're I, the free I'm content. The free hey, you're should the sampler. A, should you're I sampler. Be, should I be offended by that? Yeah, you're the bourbon chicken that's on the toothpick. Exactly. In front of a uh, panda cafe. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how much, that's how little he thinks of you. I want people. I want people to have to buy the drab story, right? Like why he's giving the he's give, why buy the milk when you get the cow for free, right? Right. I, you know what? All those drab fans. I just fans, botched all, that cliche. Yeah, all, <laughs> yeah. all, all those drab fans out there that were going to buy it just yeah. to read your story. Yeah. Why? And then you know why? Because he was so he tweeted like the first chat page of the chapter, right? And somebody said tweeted him next page, please. And then he tweeted the second page <laughs> no. of the chapter. Yes. Can we just get him to release the whole book? Hey, who do you, whose chapter is bigger? I want to know who. I, I know actually, that. I'll be honest. I don't even know what your chapter is. He's I don't either. He's tweeting out the table of contents. I don't think there's a Valdez chapter. <laughs> that's going to be very it doesn't disappointing. Doesn't have a cool name like Drab is the new black. Yeah, mine, mine. yeah. By the way, that's why he tweeted. That's why he tweeted it out. It's, it's a cool name for a chapter. I, it, it is. It is a cool name. the The worst name for a chapter that I've seen so far is "Can't Contain the Genius" because I hate that <laughs> we, saying. We hear it twenty <laughs> twenty six times a month. Whenever he says that. Um, I yeah he's been tweeting out the the, the table of contents. Here, read read them real quick. Well, okay. I would uh, I I assumed that your chapter. I thought was... I had my own chapter. I was under I that actually assumption. Don't, I actually don't think you do. Now I'm tilted. Now I'm I might be corrected, but it, there's no thing that says like anything about Valdez or anything that I picked up on. And I've worked on this show for ten years. What, I've, that, I've that worked on your chapter. Start your chapter with like what's the opening story? The Exxon Valdez. I don't. I don't know. I was just excited to have about Marilyn or crab or or the yeah. sledgehammer to the car. That'd be a good start. All right, here I'm going to turn this around to Valdez. All right, let's, I want you to tell me what chapter is yours. Let's I'm on see. the second column over there. Definitely not Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I don't think you're going to be anywhere in the um, in the first third see. of the book. Do, 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 now do, we know we know that uh, you're doing the EB a bit. When you're padded, Adam's chapter is called Skits and Bits. Yeah. Oh, there's a possibility I'm in that. No, you can't be sharing. No, I know if I if I share with Ewad leaving. If if I share <laughs> space in JP's book with Adam, because I'm going to be furious. Even Rom has a chapter. Rom's chapter is a couple above mine. What is it, attention dollars? I'm assuming that's Rom's chapter. Yeah. That could be. That could be mine too. Well, how could that be? I, yours? Look, I just. So would you rather share with Rom than with me? No, I would not. <laughs> I, Are you picking up? Is there any chapter in there that can no. be yours? And how's and and how do you have uh your own chapter named I'm, named after I'm you? I'm a big silly apparently. Named after you, yeah, and not the other three guys. Right? I don't know. I There's don't no know. Johnny Cakes or something. You know what I mean? 
Well, he's kind of it's he's kind of going in order, and he then when I pop onto the show, I obviously made a big impact on him. <laughs> I don't like this. You're getting a full head, I, especially I, today. I am intrigued by this thing. The I, talent scout has his own chapter. I am intrigued by this though, and if you want to see what we're talking about, go to Glass Joe JP on Twitter. He's tweeting out the uh, the content uh, table of contents here. There's a at the end of the book. There's after there's 31 chapters, and then he's got like a post log here, and these are the the what he has written down. Junkie's greatest moments. Okay, I'm interested in thinking what he he believes are the greatest moments because we had a uh, EB today on the show said that was a top five moment on the show today. Oh, about Jake's is losing streak. Yeah, yes, I did. I did pick up, pick up that. We're gonna get into that. Where are they now? I'm not interested in that. That mm-hmm. actually... If I got to hear about Clint uh, Davis' yeah, uh, yeah. name one more time. Or Logan from uh, Derek Circle or whatever it's called. <laughs> All right. I think Derek from Logan, Logan Circle. Circle. Tom yeah. C. Block. Uh, I'll skip over that one. All right. <laughs> but here's this one. Junkie's Glossary. I'm intrigued. I actually think that's a great idea for the for the back of the book. It's an awesome idea. So uh, I'm, I'm intrigued Maybe for that Maybe your one. chapter is Haircut Sucked. And they're going to your, your dandruff and stuff. No, I think they're talking about their pay cut. In business, that's what a, a haircut is. I don't... Th- maybe it's it's the change chapter. Maybe. I don't know. That's because uh, uh, maybe that's when Brett left. Chapter 24. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I'm living high on the hog right now. You are. Everything's, come, everything's coming up drabby. But I don't like that he's tweeting out my content. That's just, you, you know, know, if I had my own chapter named after me, I probably wouldn't mind that much. <laughs> um, all right, we just mentioned it here, and we got a lot to get into with Adam. Um, yeah, who we, knows we how need, long we that could go. We need a full Nashville recap of that. Yes, but we was just mentioned the top five moment on the show, and maybe we're kind of all over the place here today. But there was a big moment on the show today where I loved it. I thought it was a great segment of, of us and the listener, Tony, Busting cakes for going zero and sixteen in the parlay. You know what I've noticed is that cakes is the uh, the junkie that always has the surprise up his sleeve, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where right. whether it's lying about his Peloton, it always turns J A from Olney. Cakes had all what was always the one from two weeks ago when I was oh, out um, about um, Farley getting free shoes for his mother in law. Right. Yeah, yeah, for Farley. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, there's he, just a lot of cakes moments. There's there's a lot of uh, uh, you know tricks up his sleeve. Well, he's shady. Yeah, that's a great way to describe him. Shady. He is shady. But we had not picked up on the fact. Like we knew they were losers. I know Jason's a loser. He's uh, and uh, everyone is a loser. Everyone. Well, everyone. Yeah. At the everyone, at the end of the day, there's at, no one above 500 at this point. Maybe correct. Draven Valdez. I think we're probably pretty close. We're hovering. To we're we're probably pretty close. The other guys, total losers, but big old losers. Lost in the, in the ocean of losers was Cakes, <laughs> the, the the white whale, the white whale, <laughs> who since September 10th has gone 0 and 16 in his parlay and Monday night parlay. Yes, so yeah, so it, this picks. is counting only the Monday parlay and the weekend parlay and the weekend parlay that we do on Friday at 7:45. Yes. So this isn't like going through and finding his his hot plays that he gives like during the blitz or something. Yeah. So these are all documented. Official documented plays. They were, they're, po- they're posted on Twitter. And the best part is the variety of picks. You know, he's picked big, you know, favorites and underdogs, you know, prop bets. 
He's done it all. Yeah, it's true. He's, he's not he's just trying to find what works, and nothing is working. <laughs> nothing yeah, works. It, all, it, all, it all supposedly jumps off the page to him. It aren't screams. You, aren't you a little bit upset that we haven't been betting against Cakes? And I know now, as soon as we do start betting against him, he's going to get on a hot streak. Uh, of course. That's the thing. That's it's, how it always goes. Yes, it's like you're at a craps table, and it's a hot table, we and should, nobody wants you to get on it. You know, we, we you sh- missed out already. We should have not have said anything. And just start doing. Just it. start betting against cakes, and then all of a and sudden we we have a big fat stacks in of cash. February, we <laughs> pull out our a duffel bag. Yeah. We, give, we give the junks a we give cakes a honey bun, <laughs> right? For how much money we've rolled over? Now I still think he's going to lose. Long term, cakes will lose. Of he course, he is one of the biggest losers ever. He has a gift, and Eric said that uh, today. Mm, he does. He really does have a gift, and it's picking losers. He's the mush. He is. Um, what's the What's the dumb movie? Uh, oh, a Bronx Tale. Yeah. All right, where the mush is coming down, and the, the guy's horse is in first place. Walks down, it starts cheering on the horse, and then it loses. Comes in last. But how does he? Some of them are obvious, you know. Like when he had that Jets Bengals pick a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and I and he picked them to win by ten and a half, and I'd say, "Cakes, this is the five star play against going against BetQL." Like he just oh yeah rides, you did you told him that he rides mom, like momentum. He's a or, man of the moment. Yes, like whatever the buzz is about, he just always jumps on it. He's he's never he's there's no critical thinking going on. You you know what's funny is that uh, taking this to a step a step further mm-hmm. is that cakes is such a mush. All right, that he picked so he, like he picked the Steelers against the Lions, and Ben gets COVID. Uh, he had Derrick Henry over some sort of receiving yards. I think the next week he was out for the year. Mm-hmm. All right. He picked uh, against the Raiders on Monday Night Football. All right. And uh, the team has uh, Henry Ruggs <laughs> killing a, a innocent woman and the team uh, in turmoil with their head coach. He will Cakes find is a just, way. Cakes is just failing miserably. Now, I'm worried that moving forward he's not really going to – pick with his heart like he's going to go against it he's going to talk himself well, out that, of that's picks. Go, that's going to be part of us off throw us off that's going to have to be part of our job it's right. like we got to really push him to to give rationale to why he loves it and this is why he's 0 and 16 and this is why always bet against cakes works mm-hmm. it's because when he starts giving these trends and rationale and <laughs> why it's a good play that's when you know you need to leap on the other side as quickly as possible. So I I have until June and to get my, to get to build up a, a bankroll with this nine thousand dollars that I have sitting in my FanDuel account because of the benefactor Steve the listener right. Uh huh. If I just start betting like three hundred dollars a game, whatever Cake says against him, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have that duffel bag. So right? why are you not doing it? I'm going to. I think I'm going to. I'm going to be. Like, you, I'll do my small plays, but long term, over the next six months, there's a zero percent chance it takes is a winner. Yeah, it's just impossible. You well, you know, what you need to do is you need to have him give his daily winner. We then need, you'll then you'll start making so much cash. We need daily winners from cakes. Do you think that's a good segment idea? Is every day we have him give his hot. Uh, Billy Walters play of the day, right, where where he breaks it down and tells you why sure. it's going to cash. It's like a it's like our live content reads, right? Yes. Every day at seven thirty eight and nine thirty eight. Yes. 
So we, at the end of a segment, before we go to break, doesn't matter what we're talking about, <laughs> Cakes reads his pick of the day, All right. right? I love it. How about after we hit the skins? We After we hit the skins, we hit the ATM <laughs> and cash in our tickets. <laughs> All right. So 716 every morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? 716 every morning. That gives Cakes a good uh, hour, hour and a half mm-hmm. to do some uh, prep. Two hours for some since research. the time he gets here. Yeah. To have his play for the day. Yeah, his pick of the day. Right, his his instinct. I, I like it. Well, let's start. Let's see <laughs> yeah. if he's open to it, and then uh, we'll we'll get we'll start. Build, and you got to bet it too. Everybody should be betting. Uh, yes, and then we need to start a Twitter to track it. Its own personal Twitter mm-hmm. where we we tweet it out and every we keep day. Track of the units, of course, all the units. Yeah, all right, <laughs> hot cakes. I love hot it. cakes. I love it. Well, it's the opposite of yes. hot cakes. And we're gonna at and. Eric brought up a great point. At some point, Cakes is going to get the get the face. Well, yeah, when he's losing, seven, and we're all yes, we're and we're all making fun of him we're and celebrating, we're rubbing, we're doing we're, the Johnny Manziel <laughs> money thing. We're dancing on his loser grave. Yeah. Hey, speaking of making fun of him, I called him a fat so last week. I heard there was a little bit of blowback. Yeah, we relayed the uh, the comment that you did. So he didn't Cakes. actually listen to the episode. No, that's uh, that might I might so be now team. you're giving away my content for free. <laughs> All right. Why did you call him a yeah, fatso again? Like, where did that come from? He couldn't believe Cakes ran a marathon. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got the largest calves I've ever seen. There's no muscle in <laughs> he him. He does have some stubby legs. All right, he doesn't yeah. have runner calves. No, and I've did. already beaten him in basketball. Don't forget that. So a- Awad has this grudge against Cakes. I, I, because I he's the nicest junkie. Yeah, it's an, there's, no, just, there's it's, something about him that's really tilted. No, it's an athletic grudge. Oh, yeah. No, because I'm the one that gets joned on all day. I look around. Valdez got these huge pythons on his arm. All right, I look at Drab. And don't forget He's it. Known for having a large vertical for a white guy. All right, and I, I know I know Bish is a great. Oh my god, Valdez is spitting up soda. <laughs> it was just, it was so preposterous. That- I, I guess I right? can't believe I can't believe you said that. EB's got his tennis background mm-hmm. in the 1993 cakes. I've just I know I can beat him in any athletic competition. And so when I'm getting joned on and everyone's calling me fat and pudgy, I can look to that corner and think I'm better than that guy. <laughs> See, that's a great point he has. But I but why are you, why are you only challenging cakes? Why you know Because I'm confident. Because that's because that's your easy win. That's my easy win. Well, how does it feel that Cakes said AWOD? I can definitely outrun AWOD for a mile. He once actually was so offended by you uh, mm. calling him a fatso and putting down his running that he said, I will smoke Adam in a mile, mile race. Well, of course. I mean, I can't last a mile, but if it's a couple hundred meters. Hold I on. You just, told, me, you just told us that you were uh, athletically superior. You you're I'm athletic. Athletic. Nobody runs mile races, though. I mean, cut it in all, half. A, I'll run a half mile. First of all, a mile's not that far. For a fat guy like me, I, I'll throw up. Take you 10 minutes. Yeah. You're telling me you would lose in a mile race to Cakes, a guy you called an unathletic fat. A 51-year-old. A, a race, I'll smoke him. Half mile, it'd be a lot closer. A full mile, he would win. I, 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 maybe we could do quarter mile. No, that's too short. What do you mean? That's not the, Cakes, it's a one Cakes, lap. Cakes is a long-distance guy. Oh, so you, wanna, you want Cakes to win. You're rooting against your partner here. Well, a marathon is based of off of miles, so it's not so like you can do a sprint. You're a sprinter. Yes. 
All right, then then I we do half a mile. It's like when um there was they had the back when Michael Johnson in 1996 was breaking all the records in Atlantic at the 200 and 400, and then you had the guy from Canada, I forget his name, Donovan, uh, who was running the hundred meters. They had a uh, a race to determine who was the fastest man in the world, and so they decided to race 150 meters mm-hmm. in in the sweet spot between their two strengths. Now, Michael Jam- Johnson blew out his hamstring in the middle of the race. <laughs> we never really found out. What if we did so both? So I actually like that idea of meeting in the middle. I, I would do a half, a half a mile, but also I would like to do a full mile and a 100-meter dash. 100-meter dash, well, I'd be willing to put $100 on the line. Actually, maybe even more. I mean, I'm telling you. I, yeah, we've Kings already runs done that. Palms up. He, he, he That's runs, true. We already he, did that with Brett. You know, it, it, the way he stomps on the ground. There's, there's no way he could beat me in a race. All right, a half mile. Let's half sell, mile. Let's Actually, sell. I, I would rather do half mile. Would you agree to half mile? I would. I ready to kick that fatso's ass. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Were you on the show when JP did the beer mile? Yes, I was. And so I don't know, like, how many times did he run around this? this did he yeah. do it like I mean, there were he did eight times? Or no, like no, eight, no. It was like yeah, it was like eight to twelve times. Might have no been like chance. Th- yeah, it was a lot of laps. Oh, because he cut through the alleyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, now I don't know what with you, the construction here. I that might be hard to do. I have the video on YouTube, so we could look and find out how many laps it was, and cut it in half, and then yeah. that's your race with, and that's our race. All right, I like it. I th- I'm sure we could sell cakes on it. Yeah. Cakes will, will do anything. He's a robot. Get EB right. and Lurch to do play-by-play. Now, athletically, how are you feeling right now? I know you're not training for anything. you working out is out of the question. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm trying to get back in. You, wor- you look worse than ever. Yeah, your, your face is I so pudgy. I worked out yesterday. I'm going to work out again today. What did you? What was your workout yesterday? I'm, I'm eager to hear this. 30 minutes of basketball. Uh, <laughs> that's, hold on, hold on. About, about hold on, that's not a work. Now, playing basketball... Thirty for minutes of basketball, five on five. Were no, we were full playing, court. We played twenty-one. So it was oh, my oh my god. god, dude, that's not a workout. What do you mean? You playing? You gotta defend, don't you? I'm sure you were playing in your pocket defense. Yeah, <laughs> sliding I back and forth. Twenty-one work. I was being lazy. One guy sitting around waiting for the rebound. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, trying to do you. trying to do tapsies. Yeah. <laughs> but now, yeah, I mean, right, that, was, well, third, on, that was really your workout. Thirty, 30 minutes, minutes of basketball. Thirty minutes of basketball, and then about ten laps around the track walking. All right, and then I did like <laughs> ten minutes of lifting curls. Not much, but ten minutes of what do you where, mean lifting? Where, where did you lift at? At the gym near my near my house, we have there's a basketball court there and there's indoor weights. So I did twenty five pounds. I do about eight on either side. And why why are you working out all of a sudden? Because when I went to Nashville, I decided that I am overweight, ugly, <laughs> and I need to work on it. You had to go to Nashville to realize. Yeah, that. To to <laughs> yeah we could have we could have told you that. I was, losing to, I was losing out to freaking homeless people. In Nashville. It was, it was All right, insane. hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. I don't know anything about Nashville, about what happened. We told you not to say anything and, we, yeah. and save it for the show. So last I know that, I mean, of course, you, I, I would have bet that you didn't have sex with somebody in Nashville. I mean, the, the, last thing I know that you and your dad were taking a bros trip to Nashville together. Yes. Because yep. you guys were go, you're on the hunt for women. You're doing sights by day, and then you were uh, boozing at night on the, on the prowl. Yeah, first off, before you get to... Going after women. Tell me about Nashville. Did you like the city? What, what did you What did, did you, you learn? What did you learn from Nashville? Nashville about so Nashville. Silly. Uh, it's the home of country music. Went to the <laughs> Country Music Hall of Fame. 
Elvis's car. So silly. It's, it's like 100 <laughs> years old. He had a TV in the back seat. Uh, I was just blown away by how Nashville is a party. We got there Friday at 2 p.m. And there were people passed out on the street drunk. Bachelorette parties left and right. Every girl's going crazy. I mean, and here's the biggest thing about Nashville. Everybody is talented. You go into any bar and some donk is like the, has the greatest voice you'll ever hear at some honky tonk bar and they're just singing and everyone's having a good time. Yeah, that's what they people knew, moved to Nashville to try to get discovered. Yes, to be uh country stars. Right. Right. So and they're doing like 3 or 4 hour shifts at a bar. Na- Every single bar has someone Nash- Nashville is like the LA of uh, actors but for singers. Right. Yes. It's a little a bit annoying going to bars and always having a singer there. A little bit, but also it it creates a vibe and an atmosphere where, where people are like you know dancing around and and everyone's having a good time. All right, and plenty of hot chicks. I mean, unbelievable. The the look for the chick in Nashville is my new favorite look. So like I'm I would look it up on Pornhub. It's my favorite <laughs> look ever. Oh, describe and, it. All right, every girl has long hair, brunette or blonde. All right, with it with a cowboy hat. All right, sometimes not a cowboy hat, but they have these. Short shorts and skirts, sexy legs and boots, and it's just every chick had boots, and you every chick had like unbelievable skinny legs, tanned skinny legs. I, I was telling my friends this in D.C. Every chick's trying to have a big butt. They're trying to squat in Nashville. It's just all about being skinny and having sexy legs. I got sucked. <laughs> was, was it all white girls? Uh, mostly, yeah. Mostly, okay. I mean, ninety-eight percent. I mean, it's a country town. I yeah, would have figured it's that. Very I mean. country, yeah. And uh, it was unbelievable. So we got there, and the first bar we went to was the Kid Rock Bar. The Kid Rock Bar. <laughs> I'm, intri- was- I'm intrigued by that. <laughs> it was unbelievable, dude. There was, there was, so you walk in, and there's a huge stage, and there, there's this band on there, and they're singing like Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. Or Kid Rock songs. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and so everyone's drinking, and so we had a couple beers there. And then you go up to the second floor of Kid Rock's bar. There's a different band there playing a different style of music. And then we went up to the rooftop, and there was this hot girl singing Miley Cyrus songs. And just everybody, every floor is like a different age group of people. Uh, hey, what was your strategy going to yeah. Nashville? I, that's why I don't care. Actually, I don't care about the bars. I want to know what your strategy I, was. I want to know what you and, and, and Maury talked about on that eight-hour drive to Nashville, that, talking about all No, the, we took a flight. Oh, well, you flew. Okay. Yeah. All right, so what you guys talked about your your plan of attack when you got to yeah, Nashville. you had to have some sort of plan, right? You weren't just going to go there and and hope that some uh, nine make feels, some uh, nine makes a mistake with you're, you. You're. <laughs> no, I mean the plan. Did you was, get any pointers from Maury? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really have any pointers. The plan was just to go to have a good time and to check out the vibes. And when we and when when it was coming to talking to girls, the vibe was, hey, if you see anyone that's alone. You should go approach them. And so, oh, that, that, that sounds, <laughs> that's creepy, Adam. That's creepy, Why Adam. Why is that creepy? Because a lot of people were there in big groups. Yeah. It sounds like uh, you would star in you on Netflix. Yeah. Hey, did you and Maury approach girls together? That should have been your plan, is did, that you should have had an Abbott and Costello type yeah. routine where you have because a young and old. Because the age groups are so different. You know, I'm going after a girl in their 20s. My dad was going after triple that. You know, wait, were there women there your dad's age? A lot of them. Like what? And some of them were hot, too. I'm talking about like First 55, of all, your dad... plastic surgery, fake boobs, long legs. First of all, your dad's a lot older than 55. He's 
we're saying he's 55 on the podcast. What's with you and your protecting your dad's age? Yeah, why do you care so much? I don't understand that. What do you, because that's just my dad's 72. He's, he's done that his whole life. We all, everybody know. knows yeah. your dad's in his mid 70s. All right, so then let me get to the punchline. Right. Right. celebrated his 75th birthday. So Nobody cares. So, all right, so we. This has a punchline? <laughs> yeah. That might be your first of the day. <laughs> no, so uh, we're, we're drinking all these beers at this bar, and then we decide to step it up. So I got my dad a Jack and Coke. And I went get to him loose. Right. Yeah. Get him a little loose. Get those hips moving on the dance floor. And I came back. I came back to the bathroom, and my dad was grooving and snapping his fingers. And he had four women around him, and I couldn't believe it. They were all talking to him. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So as soon as your dad got rid of you, <laughs> yeah. the women flocked hey, to you. Were, yeah. <laughs> hey, you were the women repellent. Hey, no, I mean, I, it was more about once he got liquored up. No, I no, don't think yeah. it is. Right. So you go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. I come back and I so he's surrounded by women. He's surrounded by. He's like, I got rid of this guy. This anchor is holding me back all night. Surrounded by all these women There's and their three. <laughs> and I, I, I was so embarrassed. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and then so I, I saw you tweet that your dad got a bitty. So yeah, so I saw this one girl. When I came back, was like rubbing her arm around him, and then I, I walked away because I, I just couldn't be there. I was like, oh my god, I'm such a loser. I need to go talk to a girl. So I, I went around for 20 minutes trying to talk to girls unsuccessfully, and I came back and I saw her kissing on his cheek, and it was wow, what? yes, and it was hurting too. This older woman, she was like a mom. She was, she had her iPhone out. She was watching her eight year old play softball at the bar. My dad, I saw my dad. He was like. Telling me, oh, the team won. He's like, he was like the biggest fan all of a sudden. Of course, so mm-hmm. he's playing the game. He's yeah. playing the game, right? Doesn't that doesn't that make you feel awful that your dad is more successful than you? Well, at so the age of seventy five, I believe it. So I went up to him. And I said, "What'd you say? How'd you get this woman to start talking to you?" He said, "Man, you know, I was feeling good after that Jack and Coke. I pulled out my ID and I showed them it was it was my seventy fifth birthday, and all these women couldn't believe the way he looked. They kept saying, "You look so good." For your age, and I'll say, if your dad doesn't look seventy-five, right. I'll give him that. I'll give him well, credit for that. Good. Here, what did you learn from that experience? Because you need you need to figure out something here. I, I learned that sometimes it's okay to look like an idiot. I guess it's like like he was he you was need, doing yeah. these crazy dance oh, he's moves. Just he's just being himself. He's just yeah. being himself. You, you and being need loose. to you need to have uh, an atom. You know what I mean? You have to, mm. some, something about yourself that you're. Showing other girls, well, you need to have a line. You need to have. But you also got to have a, a look. move. You need I to have like, a move. Hold on, what were you wearing there? Because <laughs> I've seen what you wear, and I, I know you wouldn't fit in in Nashville. Well, the thing is, because you don't it, have any it nice clothes. Because I, I had, I had like a kith long sleeve shirt that I thought was really nice. I had I don't a know nice what a button is. down that I thought was going to be like cool. Like a Tom Daly shirt. No, it's 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 a cool New York brand, but the thing is, streetwear. it was freaking cold you, in Nashville. She's wearing New York streetwear in Nashville. <laughs> it was cold in Nashville for the whole weekend, and so I had to wear a sweatshirt or a jacket, and so I wore my Sup Dog sweatshirt when I went home. Oh, oh my, my God. God. You're wearing free stuff Brett gave us, I was wearing, it was trying like, to pick up women Sup Dog in, in the Las Vegas of the East Coast. That's yeah. a bad well, move. That's the thing. Is I felt bad like move. such a loser because it was cold, so I had to wear... Layers you just told me all the girls who were wearing miniskirts. Yeah, they didn't shorts. care about the weather. Okay, so why do you care? Because I'm, I'm a if little. If they girl. don't care, well, all know. the other guys there wearing sweatshirts. No, all the other guys there were wearing like flannel, uh, probably. Yeah. But they were wearing like leather jackets and jean jackets. Yeah, jean yeah. jackets. You, I don't course. see. I didn't have the southern swag. I need to go back with more su- southern swag. 
You need a redo in Nashville. I need a redo. I need a part two. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It was the the best trip I've ever had. And and I was close. I I was I had this one chick. Montana, that was really feeling me. Montana. I'm sure that's her oh, real yeah, name. Yeah. I'm I, sure. No, yeah. she was. Her name is Montana. But she, but it was looked like Big Montana down there too. <laughs> I, I was meeting a lot of southern names. Montana. Yeah. There was Dawson. Okay, let me see. There's not a girl on the planet whose first name is Montana. <laughs> right. Okay. No, no. In Nashville, there is. There's, yeah. There's, yeah. She's she's got a, a like a fake um you know persona. Fake persona. Going. Yeah. yeah. No, Montana. this was a real girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do right. you have a picture? I want to see what Montana looks like. Yeah, did you get any Instagrams? I, I did get her Instagram. I can show you. Let me see this. Foundry. Yeah, probably yeah, I know. He's on his home screen. Let's take a look at this. <laughs> she's you, hot. She's a hot southern you know, You know why she's Montana? Why? Because it looks like the buffalo herding around Montana. <laughs> <laughs> she not, is she a big girl? No, she's not big. Wait, I don't understand. He, he met a girl named Montana. It doesn't mean he had, he had any success with her. No. Yeah, it's a cute girl. No, we were talking for, for a little while, and then yeah. I definitely saw her go into the man's bathroom with another guy. All right. See, <laughs> you, you, you failed. Yes, I know. That was the one I should have gotten. She was drunk. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't even that drunk. She, she was, was ready to make mistakes. Very flirty. Very flirty. She was ready to make a mistake. Yeah. All right. So you telling me that you, how many days were you there? I was there three days, all right? And then the closest I got was Saturday, Saturday night after I sent my dad home drunk, after he was, I saw him making out with that chick, all right? Yeah, yeah, you and, sent him home. Yeah. So I, went, I went out, uh, and I was talking to a bunch of girls, and then I, I left this one bar, and I saw this girl outside, and she was complaining about how cold it was. And I said, you could, you could borrow my sweatshirt. Right, that became my end. So I was talking to that girl for a while. <laughs> He's right. all and by the way, by the way, Adam, Adam, Adam doesn't do laundry every day. I know that. Oh, how <laughs> there's no chance. There's no chance that sweatshirt was smelling like bounty. Probably not. First of all, all day in a, in a packed kid rocks bar. <laughs> I know. So many cigs. Uh, so much cig smell. So I was I was talking to this girl, and she was telling me how cold she was, and so how how far she lived from here. And so I was saying, well, you could walk back to the hotel room with me. And she was like, was, yeah, she was, she was that's excited. That's creepy. <laughs> so we're, we're walking back to the hotel room together, and she stopped. She's wearing your sweatshirt. She's wearing my sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. And she stopped to talk to this homeless guy. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, maybe she's just, be, just being nice. And she started flirting with him. She started. I literally heard her say, you know, I'm a local, and I see her all the time, and I think you and your dog are really cute. And this homeless guy, is he's actually got a talent. He pulls out his guitar, and he starts singing for her. And this homeless guy is stealing my girl. With just playing her making this up. I'm There's not no. joking. I was so depressed. He's like, he's he's got the dirtiest beard ever. His, his hands are like black. They're like disgusting. And he's just jamming out on this guitar. And she's petting his dog and wearing my sweatshirt. And I couldn't believe it. And so I, I, I just... I was How's just that, like, how does that make you feel that a hobo stole your girl? I was depressed. I, I Can I get my sweatshirt back? I'm cold. Wait, she, wait. she took it off and gave it back to me and I walked away. No, you didn't. Yes, and she stayed with the homeless guy for another 20 minutes. Because I, I sat, uh, went around the corner to hey, kind of watch. I, you know what I envision? I envision this girl blinking SOS to this <laughs> homeless guy. <laughs> no, she just, 
<laughs> I'm telling you, in Nashville, even the homeless people are talented. But annoying. He put, how can I keep up with that? Right. He, he had a cute dog and he could jam out. You're walking home with a girl. She's wearing your clothes. She, you guys stumble upon a bum. Yeah. <laughs> she says, You're cute. Your dog is cute. He pulls out a guitar, woos her with a song. Yeah, what song was it? Yeah. <laughs> Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> <laughs> It was so Oh my god. I was so I was just so embarrassed. So then you you walk away, you're 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 scuffing your feet, you're pissed off, and you're watching her foot with this guy talk to this guy. Yeah. And, and from around the corner I could see she she sat on his lap. Did he put it? Did he put she sat on the she sat lap. on his lap and no, that's she what, didn't. No, yes, she, she didn't. did. And that's when I freaking threw my phone on the ground almost. Did, did he put a sleeping bag around her? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Here, here, babe. Take my, <laughs> take my uh, best plastic bag. <laughs> that was my. That's how, that's my, how my girl Dawson here. got away. <laughs> oh my god! And so you then you just went back to Maury. Yeah. Oh my god! What a. You gotta feel terrible. That, I mean, about that was the close. I, I thought your... I had it in the bag. I, I was getting ready to text my dad. Hey, get my, out of the room. Yeah, yeah. You might have to go down to the lobby bar for a little bit. He took. Yeah. That homeless guy took your girl out for some 40s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just that Nashville. Did your dad take home a, a woman? No, he didn't. He just made out and bounced. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. made out in front of you? Yeah. Well, and then, and then, <laughs> I mean, I, a shocker, I think she made out with another guy in front of him also, and then he got pissed about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's genetic. He said, he, he, said, what, he said something like, what the hell? I thought you were just kissing me. And she goes, well, he looked lonely. Oh my! Yeah, it's you genetic. Guys, so you guys just then went home with raging hard on back <laughs> yeah. to the hotel room. <laughs> they, they looked at each other and they said, slept, "What are we gonna do about this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and slept in your twin beds next to each other. Yeah. yeah. Adam oh and Maury God. pitching tents next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> they had du- dueling tents. We were so yeah, close, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, you oh. turn off the light. No, you turn off the light. <laughs> <laughs> Either I can get out from under the covers. <laughs> Both of them, both of them in, the, in the morning with <laughs> our raging hard ones. Actually, the next morning I got up and I went to the like forty year old virgin. <laughs> I got the next morning I got up and I I went to the bathroom. <laughs> I opened the bathroom door. My dad was sitting there taking a dump with the lights off. Oh, he had been in there so long that the light turned <laughs> off. Hey, hey, Dad, you done with that lotion yet? <laughs> both, both of you guys contemplating killing yourself in a Nashville hotel room. So depressed. Oh. Nashville, oh man, it's a crazy town. Oh, we're so close. But but so we met this listener there that was awesome, and he brought us to the bar and hooked us up. And he said, come back the next wait, day. Wait, you <laughs> met a listener. You bumped into a listener. Uh, so this listener knew I was coming because mm-hmm. he listened to the show and bit season. And when Danny Ruye went to town for his bachelor party, they met up. So Danny yeah. gave me his number. Oh, And God, so I, I texted him. He took him to his <laughs> bar. <laughs> he had hookups in Nashville, and he still lost a girl to a bum. He gave me the AWOD treatment, a full-on. We, we were standing in line with 30 people, and he goes, AWOD, come on. And we cut the VIP line and... All these girls behind us were like, "No, we're with him. We're with him," and they were they were big girls. So we just let them stay in line. Hey, Valdez pointed something out. Yeah, Nashville known for a, a hot chicken. You have like Hattie's hot chicken there. Some real 
like great Southern food. Mm-hmm. And then um, Valdez kept talking all week about some <laughs> picture of the food that you posted. Jack's Barbecue? I went to Jack's Barbecue. It's supposed to be the most famous place in town. I, I, I never heard of it. Maybe I'm stupid. The, I never the barbecue heard. sauce right on the counter there says Jack's Barbecue. That's from Texas Jack's. It's a place in Clarendon. Where do you think they get <laughs> Texas Jack's from? I don't know. So, anyways, he said that it looked like you had the nubbiest meal in Nashville. It so, looked like you had undercooked chicken. I went. I went to Jack's Barbecue first. You wait in line for forty-five minutes. It's so tilting. Uh, but then I had a cho- cha- choice between Tennessee pork shoulder, which oh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. I thought it sounded, sounded hurting. Uh, brisket, uh, ribs, or smoked chicken. Should have gone with the ribs. Oh, you tell you you got the chicken. I got the smoked chicken. Ugh. You're at a barbecue joint. You get barbecue. I know. I, sh- I definitely sh- should have gotten the barbecue. It looked undercooked. And by the way, there's nothing. Well, just gotta order it. <laughs> uh, by the way, there's nothing like uh, feeling sexy after you pummel some barbecue than going out on the town, right? <laughs> Breathe that, that hot barbecue sauce <laughs> yeah. all over chicks. Yeah, and so, but the line for like Hattie B's or whatever that yeah. famous place, mm-hmm. the line was down the street. I mean, there were people yeah, waiting you almost that. two hours. It's crazy. I would, but yeah, you yeah. So I had this Jack's barbecue. And I don't know if that chicken was was cooked right because I I I went s- sprinting home to the bathroom. <laughs> this sounds like the, <laughs> the worst, worst trip, trip right? the most depressing trip. No, no. no. So it, the best it, part was so the listener told us to come back for an exclusive uh, VIP party because American Idol was coming to town, and so we got to see. I was five feet away from Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie. Luke Bryan was on stage singing and performing. I was I was like close enough to reach out. And touch Katy Perry. Orlando <laughs> That's Bloom not was in the freaking building. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. How cool is that? Oh, does man? Luke Bryan have a uh, bar there? Yeah, we were at Luke Bryan. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was so dope. He had never performed at his own bar. And so uh, he came you for saw the American Luke Idol. Bryan perform. That's actually yeah, pretty cool. Katy, uh, yeah, that's Katy cool. Perry was like, Luke, Luke promised me he would perform because he's never performed at his own bar. And so he starts singing. Katy Perry's on stage telling everyone to take shots and doing the clap bits. Lionel Richie's dancing. It was a freaking party. I didn't even know American Idol was still going. Oh yeah, they're still going, and they got a, a silly girl in Nashville. I'm I'm rooting for her now. She was on stage too. Yeah, she was on stage performing. It was, Who's it was, older, Lionel so Richie awesome. or Adam's dad? <laughs> Probably pretty. Cool. Lionel Richie looked good. I don't know. He must have plastic surgery or something. Of course sure. he does. His skin sure was has. unbelievable. Sad, <laughs> so and I bet. Uh, and then what? You you guys fly home on Sunday? No, you went to a football game. Yeah, so then, yeah, Sunday, then we went to... <laughs> yeah, he has to do something sports. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was all, Tennessee, Titan Stadium was awesome, uh, but we... Is it a better experience than FedEx Field? Thousand times better. Because you had season tickets with your dad. You we had go season to FedEx tickets for a long the time. time. The the walk to the stadium was so much cooler. The fans, everybody's so nice, and, like, it didn't matter who... Did you share a beer with Maury? Absolutely. We That was a theme of the weekend because my dad sharing, sharing beers, my dad not sharing really chicks. like to get too drunk. So he would like go buy a beer and he would say, can I get a can I get a cup with that? And he would pour out half the beer into a cup and he would drink it and then give me the beer. It's, it's just you guys are it's, weird. It's weird. It's weird. a weird bit, but it's kind of fun. But the football stadium was awesome. I can't stop thinking about Awad losing a girl to a bum. Do you remember me. on the remember the hot so internet, unbelievable remember the hot internet sensation bum fights of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine I always felt that, bad about watching this. I imagine that type of person <laughs> swooping in singing achy breaky heart well, how do you think I felt when I had to walk by him the next day and he was just sleeping in his freaking sleeping bag <laughs> did you see Montana get out of their sleeping bag with him no. <laughs>
<laughs> wow, dude, that is that is quite a rough beat. Yeah, you know, I feel sorry for you, uh, Adam. Uh, we talked about it on the show earlier this week. I only got a couple minutes left here. Are you a blonde or a brunette guy? Blonde. Wasn't he stupid? Eve- I mean, how dumb is he thinking that? Oh, I didn't know guys like blonde chicks. I I don't know where where he's like getting this information from. They're like, sex symbols. It was, it was a lack of information, right? Like, I mean, Jessica Simpson. He's talked about it on Britney Spears. He talks about her every day. He doesn't realize she's a blonde bombshell. I, there's and, a th- and yeah. he kept saying like, you don't think brunette? There's hot brunette chicks, of course. Yes, there's hot chicks of ev- of every. I mean, there's colored hair, every ethnic group. It doesn't matter, of course that. But he it wasn't even about that. It was about him not understanding that uh, blondes, blondes are more sought after. Yeah, like, blondes have their own category on like Pornhub. <laughs> like but he doesn't he doesn't understand they, that like Hugh Hefner's uh, girlfriends, all blonde girls, all with blonde big hands, the femmebots, Austin Powers. It's 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 a, it's a stereotype. Right, for exactly. some reason he had never noticed. Yes, buxom blondes. Yeah. But I will say my favorite blonde is like a brunette blonde. You know, like like they have they dye their hair blonde and so the roots are still dark. You know what I'm talking about? You know the look? Yeah, because you think they're trash. It makes you think you can you can get them. No, easier. I just think it's a hot it's a hot color combo. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever hooked up with a blonde chick? Yeah. <laughs> Because I know Thick Megan Fox was not a blonde. She wasn't I know blonde. The, the girl from Columbia that you found. No, no. A couple of my girlfriends in college were blondes. A couple oh, of my girlfriends in college. <laughs> they weren't girlfriends. They were two nights. That was it. But. Angela and Jill. Hey, someone tweeted something that EB's giving you a hard when EB's giving you a hard time, and you should. And Valdez pointed out that someone on Twitter said this that you should say, "I'm not taking advice from you. You've only had sex with one woman your entire life. You've believe it or not, you've had se- more sex." That are had more partners than Cakes and EB combined. Well, I think that's why <laughs> they love to dive into my sex life and to make fun of me because deep down they know we're on the same level playing field. That makes zero sense. But if they weren't married, well, I don't know about Cakes, but EB, he would be, you know, these guys, they would I think, be dating I think EB women. would still strike out. They would look at him and they'd say, look at his gray hair, his beard, he hasn't shaved in months. It's there's there's freaking smart popcorn falling off his lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's, that's not he a is, kernel. That's my dead tooth. <laughs> <laughs> he is living vicariously through you. He wants to. They see want you, succeed. you to. Yeah, they want they you to succeed. They all want me to succeed, and I want to succeed. And that's why next weekend I am going out to wherever you guys. You want me to go to Lynchburg? Wherever you want me to go, I will be there. <laughs> hey, he would right? slay in Lynchburg. You want me to go to Falkier County? Yes, I'll yeah. be there. All right, I am, I am making say, making a decision new. now. Hey, isn't it disapp- Isn't it? This is so disappointing that you have to fly four hours to try and go get. Some guys fly farther. <laughs> I don't. I mean, Nashville does seem like a good time, and uh, I mean, I don't know about going with your dad, but yeah, that's the thing is, I need to decide you, that's because my dad was already talking about going on another trip with me. You know where he brought up. <laughs> He said, Miami. what do you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> No, because our Uber driver was sicing this place. He said, they have the biggest hotels, the biggest tennis courts, the biggest basketball stadiums. <laughs> they want us to go to, my dad wants to go to Dubai. I mean. Dubai? <laughs> Dubai. What, I mean, that's so far. I know. And so expensive. Apparently, you, it's not that expensive. It's like the, they no, have no, a seven-star hotel yeah, for like $300. I know, but expensive to get there. Yeah, it well, costs yeah. a lot I know, to get there. But, but that's the thing. Is you can I, I, I got to take advantage of my I, dad buying flights 
while Adam has hair. a Adam has a hard enough time getting clothes off a girl who's wearing hoochie <laughs> shorts and boots. How's yeah. he gonna get a burka off of a girl? That's yeah, that's not happening. Plus, they like don't they frown on drinking there? Yes, of course. Like you uh, go to jail for uh, being intoxicated. Yeah, and you have they have silly nightclubs. I'm sure they do. I actually don't know enough about Dubai. I just know that's where like Instagram girls go when when sheiks pay them for like a weekend. Yeah, yeah. how are you going to compete with an oil sheik? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if you're getting your girl taken from uh by you from a bum, I mean, what do you think a guy with a billion dollars? Uh, he's going to he's going to lose out to Al Qaeda. <laughs> Um, hey, I enjoyed hearing about that. I, I really uh, feel I, bad for I'm it. actually, I'm very happy that you are willing to open up and try other places and try and go down a notch in your class, try to hit the double A and single A. But I, I really think that you should, he needs a, a makeover. You really do. Yeah, we talked yeah, about we, that. The flabberdasher. Yeah. You do need a makeover. I didn't realize it until until you came in it's, today. It's, I mean, because... I, I shaved the beard. That's step that's one. a huge that's a huge change. I don't know. I don't know why I mean, you had it. I was it. being lazy for the last four and three and a half years. Don't, like, you, don't you think he, he needs why clothes? Why would he shave before he I don't, go to dude, I don't like know. Five he felt shadow. he felt like he. I felt confident. I, had, could get me, more it was success. A call. All right. He was trying to hide his fat face. I know. Yeah, that's a that but is, now we see his fat face. I know, but this is what I told him. I said, so to distract from your fat face, he needs. He's so mean. He needs like these big glasses. He needs statement glasses. What do you think? Like yeah. mm-hmm. designer statement glasses. I don't to take know. to take the the attention off his ugly fat face. You need to go to a, a mall or something with somebody who knows how to dress. M- not me, not Valdez. Yeah, like, somebody, I, I, certainly like, not Valdez. Well, I'm not like somebody <laughs> who like cares about like how they put themselves together. Right. You know. Um, he needs and, tan and, and get get some pointers. And the yeah, pants, the pants that he's wearing, right? No, and that's the thing is, I I need like a whole new wardrobe. Shoes. I mean, he's yeah. wearing these because I, I'll get a new outfit and then it'll be good for one night, and then I'll go back to the normal. What kind of shoes did you wear in Nashville? I was wearing the same thing as I'm wearing right now, dude. Nike. He, uh, look, look. I mean, he's wearing. He's dressed like a child. Yes. You have yes. zero style. I know. I have no. My style is like, that I don't have you know, style. You, you dress like Dylan Flame. Oh, <laughs> Slow your roll, big ears. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thanks style. for opening it up, man. With some some good stories there. I, it was a great. Yeah, you week. know what? I'm it was glad... good storytelling, right? He's getting better. Yeah, he's getting better. I'm glad you took, you took some mental notes. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Good story. You're getting better for sure. <laughs> um. What's coming up on the show that we have look, looking forward to? Um. For for, for non sports or. We did get. Um, we have no comedians booked or anything right now, but Friday is a day that we couldn't we don't sleep on because those provide a lot of I think non sports opportunities for us to talk about. Definitely, I think that's where uh, uh, start listening intently about BDK's sex life that EB is going to question. I know I mentioned it to EB today off air. I shouldn't have done that because I, I know he would ask him about it tomorrow. Definitely, um, but everyone's everyone's loosey goosey on Friday. That's why you can. Have some good content for oh, bit season. I think, what are we going to do about next week? A Wednesday show? I think Wednesday show could be fire. Because it's the day before the holiday. Yes. Are we doing a Thanksgiving day. show? What's the bit season plan? We need a show meeting. Yeah, I think we're, we're turning be... into the junkies. We're yeah, talking we're about t- these details <laughs> on air. questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we hate. Yes. 
No, right. but it, it's a big week uh, for the rest of the week for Bitsies and fans because you guys are on TV because no lurch. That is true. That is true. I like right. when we get to see you guys on TV. All right. Well, tune in tomorrow, 6 a.m. You'll see us on TV. Lurch is out. And we will probably be doing a show next Wednesday instead of Thursday. So you give yeah, you most to, likely. You guys something to listen for over the Thanksgiving holiday. But thanks for tuning in to episode 11. Fun show. Adam, great job. Yes, Adi's thank you, job. Adam. And you know what? Great job. Yeah. And hey, if you want to sponsor Bet Season or be uh, on the show, send us a message on Twitter or Instagram. We will get back to you. we got a bunch of stuff in the works. And, uh, yes, at BitSeason on Twitter or Instagram. And we will talk to you guys soon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.